Hey chicks, happy new year. Woohoo! What a wild ride that was. Oh Who else God. is still hungover from New Year's? Cause same. <laughs> Join the club. <laughs> we're all just shaking in a corner. Literally. Yeah, we're all on a wellness journey now. I hope everyone's <laughs> got their New Year's resolutions sorted and that you're all kept, you know, safe and well during the holiday season. But most importantly, hope you shop sustainably. Mm. All right, if you had no idea how to work that out, don't worry, because we got you covered, always. We've always got you back, girls. Mm. And that's why this week we're sharing one of our favourite apps. This app also popped off on TikTok, and it's exposing popular fashion brand sustainability scores. Mm-hmm. It was a spicy one. It was a juicy, juicy episode. Not gonna lie, we pissed off a few brands. More than a few. Got a few emails. But Cess La Vie. Cess La Vie, and you know, that's the way this cookie she crumble. Mm-hmm. So if you want to hear about some of your favourite brands and their sustainability scores, prepare to be pleasantly surprised by some mm-hmm. and shocked, gooped, and galled at others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It's a good app. Have fun. Hey chicks, I'm Sal. And I'm Al. And this is Two Broke Chicks, the show that shares life lessons from the gals for the gals. And in today's episode, we're talking about popular brand sustainability scores because we do this format on our Instagram all the time and you'll love it. We did it on our recent episode, which was how to shop sustainably without giving up your shopping addiction and also posted like some clips on TikTok and everyone was like, wow. Mm -hmm. So if you follow us on Instagram or if you listen to our most recent episode about how to shop more sustainably, you might be familiar with this format where we basically read brands for filth. Not really. But we talk about their sustainability scores and it's actually really interesting and you all loved it because there are a lot of brands out there that by the price tag you might think that they're super sustainable and they're not. Mm-hmm. This episode was kind of also inspired by Misguided going into voluntary administration recently. They have been repurchased, shock to no one, mm. um, but it kind of got us thinking about the attitudes towards fast fashion and the fact that it wasn't even a term used five years ago, yeah. if that. Um, and that it's becoming so much more of a value for everyone to be shopping a little bit more sustainably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even me. <laughs> oh, my God. She is a vision. You are Captain Planet. Yeah. <laughs> He's a hero. He's going to take pollution down to zero. He's hot as He's well. so hot. But we'll talk about that in another I was about episode. to be like, what? What ring would you have? <laughs> uh, I think I always loved heart. Of course. Mm. Okay, fire. Mm, of course. Anyway, these scores are sourced from Good On You, which is an amazing resource that does a bunch of research on like publicly available information, but they collate it all in one place. Mm. And we're going to be going through some of the internet's favorite brands. Favorite brandy brands. Yeah. And sharing their sustainability ratings. But before we get into the juicy goss, we love to start our episodes with the life lesson of the week. So what do you have for me, Al? Um, my life lesson of the week is a little tale. I'm going to take you through a little story time. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a what's happened this week and a story time. <laughs> but set the scene. It's Sunday night. I'm building a lamp in my kitchen, as you do on mm-hmm. your Sunday night. And there's a knock at the door. And I thought my roommate had ordered like Uber Eats or 
Jimmy Brings or something, obviously. <laughs> also standard for like, a Sunday. Yeah, standard for every day, babe. <laughs> um, so I didn't go up to get the door and she came back and she's Irish and she goes, there's a boy at the door. And I was like, what? She goes, there's a boy at the door. And I thought it was like she didn't know who it was. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll come with you because you're scaredy cat. Um, and I opened the door and it's this neighbour that I met like six months ago because I had built a desk <laughs> and I was taking down, just builder, babe, <laughs> just building things. Handyman. And it was like a really big box and he would help me take it down and then like broke it up for me at the bins. But there was like this little little vibe. There was no flirting or anything, but I was just like, there's a bit of vibe there. A little bit of sexual tension and at the trash like, can. So <laughs> I'm into it. Trash, trash, trash. <laughs> <laughs> and like so much of a vibe that I was like, there's a bit of a cute neighbour in the, in the building south. I'm like, this was six months ago, mm. so I completely left it. Anyway, opened the door and he's standing there and I was like, oh, maybe he's been locked out. And I was like, oh, hey, like, are you okay? And he was like, oh, yeah, um, I just wanted to, like, see if you're home. And I was like, evidently I am. Yeah. And he goes, oh, well, I've recently become single and I want to get your number. And I was like, what? It was Wild, Like, it doesn't sound that big of a deal, but the balls on this guy to, like, knock on my door and ask for my number mm-hmm. was, like, out of a rom-com. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, it was really funny. And then he was like, can I come in and, like, have a chat? And I was honestly looking like a creature of the deep. <laughs> like, I was not looking fierce fashion mm-hmm. fire. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, no, but okay. And then he's come in and then I didn't know what to do and then my roommate's just sitting on the couch. So then he's, like, trying to, like, talk to me in front of her and it was just so, so awkward. awkward. I know. That, was, that one was my fault. But life lesson is just go for it. I really respected, mm. like, the kind of kahunas, kahunas, what is it? You know what I mean. The confidence of it all. Yeah. Like, I just think that was great. And so my life lesson is if you're thinking about doing something, just go do it. If there's someone you think is hot, go message them on Instagram right now and be like, we should get a drink. Or if you want to go apply for a job, go put in your resume right now, even if you don't think you're qualified. Mm -hmm. Just if you're thinking of doing something but you're like, oh, like, I don't know if it will happen, the only thing that will change if it doesn't happen is nothing. Mm. You just stay Put in the same place. Shirt. Oh my god! Next round of merch. Oh my god! I'm impressed with that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so true. If you do nothing, you'll stay in the same place. And if you get knocked back, you're still there. It's yeah. fine. You so don't like, really have anything to lose. Ask yourself, what's the worst that could happen? Mm-hmm. So if there's something that you're wanting to do, go do it. And also, I had to give him my number. <laughs> I had to give my number. Then we had a cup of tea. Oh, that's what the kids are calling it these no, days. No, no, we actually do have a cup of tea. <laughs> he came up to borrow a Shut cup of sugar, eh? Oh, God. I fucking wish, babe. <laughs> uh, next time. I love that. Mm. Two seeds of romance blossoming in, in the savannah. I literally FaceTimed Sal immediately after it happened. I was like, what? <laughs> the one time I pick up like an unprompted FaceTime too. Legit. I knew. I could sense it. Yeah. You like sat up in bed, you're like, something has happened. Literally. Well, that is a solid life lesson. Mm. My life lesson for the week is one that I know that you stand by. Oh, no. And something that we both have as a bit of a mantra, which is I'm not intimidating 
you're intimidated. This is triggering for both of us because we've both had a few instances recently where people haven't confronted us necessarily, but we've heard along the grapevine, you know, that people are saying that we're like, you know, seem like mean girls or, you know, seem stuck up or whatever it is. It's never like, oh, I had this conversation with Sal and Alan, they were really rude. It's just like, oh, I've seen them around and I find them intimidating. And every time the person who has told us who's an actual friend is like, oh, well, I've chat to them. I don't even know them that well. And they're so nice to yeah. me. They're like, have you spoken to them? And they're like, no. And, and like, I get it because we're like a, a pair, like we're joined yeah. at the hip. And so it can be a little bit like intimidating to approach like two people who mm. are incredibly funny and smart and witty and dress great, you mm. know, and beautiful yeah. and successful and yeah. have, make a really good cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. But, yeah, I think that if you are feeling intimidated by someone, that's okay because we all do. But just think about why you're feeling intimidated and if you haven't actually had a conversation with them, maybe give them the benefit of the Mm. doubt before you start talking shit. And then if I'm a bitch, great. Boss I'm like, you don't have to like everyone either. Like, you don't have to. I have this big thing that, like, some people just aren't people's cups of tea. Like I know that I've got a really big personality and some people might find me annoying. That's so fair enough. I find me annoying too. So <laughs> you don't have to like me, but at least have a reason. Yeah, we were at a bar and some guy was like, oh, I thought you were a bitch. And I was like, well, now I'm going to be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, well, guess what? You released a beach. <laughs> Bimine. Yeah. But on that note, let's get into <laughs> let's the episode. Woo-hoo. Yee-haw. <laughs> Okay, so as we mentioned up top, today's episode is all about sustainability ratings for some popular brands that you'll know and love. And we're sourcing these from Good On You, which is like an online Australian directory that, like we said, does their own research into, I guess, like the materials used, the labour policies that they mm. use in their warehouses, all of that jazz. And, <laughs> and they have a rating from one to five, one being we avoid, two being not good enough, three being it's a start, four being good, and five being great. Great, gorgeous. Great. And, yeah, they kind of base these ratings on people, planet, and animals, and then they also have an overall score in terms of how they're doing across the board. Yeah. So we're going to run through a bunch of brands and we're going to talk about their overall scores, but then also break down how they do in each category. So you can kind of basically so you have that transparency yeah. for where you're shopping. So as Sal said, they score people off three categories of people, planet and animals. People is obviously how they treat their workers and their um, policies on how like ethical working strategies and making sure that people are on fair living wages. Mm-hmm. Planet is obviously how the way they're working affects the environment, carbon emissions, and using like natural and recycled products. And last but not least is animals (laughs) and whether or not they use byproducts of animals and animal welfare policies, all that fun stuff. Mm -hmm. So you can check out their site if you do want a little bit of more information into how they kind of do their research. Um, But we only have a 30-minute episode here, people. And we (laughs) we got stuff to get through. Yeah, we've got some brands, brands to get through. Yeah. So... We, as we mentioned earlier in the episode, we discussed a few brands already and their sustainability scores, include, including Cotton On, Uniqlo. Um, but to start off, we're going to give you the obvious one out of fives that 
you already know so that we don't need to waste time on it. The obvious one out of fives include Pretty Little Thing, Boohoo, Nasty Gal, Shein and Shopo. These brands sell items starting as low as a dollar. On Black Friday, Pretty Little Thing had a 100% off sale. They were giving away clothes. This is not good brand marketing. This is not charity. This is not them doing good. They Mm. had so many clothes that are predominantly made out of plastic that they're just giving them away. So use that as your benchmark for the brands to compare to, as we discussed some others, that they're really bad. Mm -hmm. They're selling things for a dollar, giving away clothes. There's There's our bottom line. Yeah, they're basically the epitome of fast fashion. Yeah. So the next brand that we're going to chat about is Glassens and they get a two out of five for planet, people and animals, Mm -hmm. which brings their overall score to two out of five. Yeah, which means they are not good enough. Mm -hmm. So they have a medium price point of $67.49, but when you look at the site, the price ranges between $4.99 and $129.99. They're known for selling pretty much everything from, you know, dresses and tops, pants, outerwear. and Active wear. Active wear. wear. Everything. Yeah, everything. And I would say that the reason that they're so popular is that they're really on the front foot when it comes to micro trends. So I think that's why the girlies love them. But then that's also very much likely why they're scoring so low across mm. all of these categories because they're pumping out these clothes so quickly. Yeah. And... Glassons is good because it's affordable and they mm-hmm. do have good quality pieces for the price. But again, like Sal said, it is a low score rating. They do have recycled um, ranges. Mm-hmm. But if you look on Good On You, it actually says that there's not enough information provided on how much of these recycled fibres and fabrics are used and where they're sourced from. There's like a little bit of smoke and mirrors with that. Mm. So it does feel like a little bit of greenwashing. But it's hard because I I love Glassons. Me too. I love Glassons. Like I love their pieces. I love all of their clothes. And it just kills me. I will contradict myself a little bit. As much as they are on a lot of micro trends, they also do have a lot of staple pieces as Mm. well. So we've both bought things like black tops and like flared pants and whatnot from there that we've had for years. Yeah. So if you are going to shop Glassons or brands like that, maybe go for the staple pieces that you will hang on to for years. Or check like Facebook Marketplace because the girlies love it. There's so much stuff that you can buy secondhand and that's a bit better than buying it brand new. Totally. Next up, we have Reformation. So Reformation scores a four out of five for both planet and people and three out of five for animals, bringing their overall score to four out of five. Stunning. Which is pretty bloody good. So the price point starts at $45 and caps at $1,150, <gasps> bringing their median price to $598. Similar to Glassons, they have a range of items from dresses, tops, skirts, denim, knitwear, activewear. There's a lot on offer here and I think the really good thing about Reformation is they kind of offer a lot of choices. Like there's a lot that they offer. It's not kind of like some sustainable brands have really capsule collections. There's a lot that you can get from there. It is at a higher price point but it is doing good for the environment. So they have that rating because they use a medium proportion of recycled materials which 
they're quite transparent about and actually kind of share that information a bit more, which means good on you can kind of give them that score for that reason. Um, and they reuse offcuts to reduce textile waste and also ensure living wages for their workers, which is great because 93% of brands don't actually pay their workers living wages. That is just so shocking mm. and disgusting. So great to know that they are paying a living wage. I think that the point that you made earlier about a lot of brands offering like a capsule collection can be a little bit limiting. Whereas the good thing about Reformation is that they have that, they have mm. the basics covered, but they're also great for some of their more unique standout pieces that are like a little bit more special in your wardrobe too. Yeah. And you feel like you can fork out the money for because it it's something special that you'll keep forever. Mm. Okay, on to our next brand, which is Beckenbridge. They score a two out of five for planet and people and a three out of five for animals, which brings their overall score to a two out of five. This hurt my soul. Mm-hmm. Because we love Beckenbridge as well. But, again, pulling this Beckenbridge, same score as Glasson's. And Glasson's medium price was $67.50. Sally, tell me what the median price of Beckenbridge is, please. Mm -hmm. So the price points range between $66.50 and $800, which means that the median price is $430. The fuck are you doing, Beckenbridge? Yeah. So they have this score because they use few eco-friendly materials. So you'll see that when you're looking at the tags of the items. They also have no evidence of reducing carbon emissions or, um, you know, reducing textile waste. And they also don't trace all elements in their supply chain. So there's a transparency issue there. Mm. So that's why they've got that rating. But yeah, I can't believe it because the amount of money that I've spent on Beckenbridge items in the past, and it's usually for a one-off event as well. Like a wedding or Mm -hmm. a birthday, be dizzle, my Mm -hmm. nizzle. And like, of course, they're beautiful and that's part of the reason why I'm buying them as well. But I always associated the price tag with, oh, well, this was made Mm. with good materials. It's more sustainable. It's not made like in some sweatshop somewhere. And not saying that that's the case. I don't know. but. But, you know, the score tells another story. Mm. And a scathing one at that. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. So I'm probably going to butcher the pronunciation of this. It's meow, like a cat. Meow. (laughs) (laughs) So you've probably seen this brand on TikTok. A lot of their pieces have really popped off. There's a certain corset that, like, everyone wears that I can't afford. (laughs) Great. There's actually a corset that I want from there. So if they're listening... Um, just, you know, the Instagram two bro chicks. Anyway, so meow, meow, meow. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they score a four out of five for planet and animals and a three out of five for people bringing their score to four out of five, which is pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Their pricing range from 130 to 670 bringing a median price point of $400. So a similar price point that we just saw with Beckenbridge, but a very different score. So Meow sells corsets, bottoms, dresses. It's kind of like an elevated street style vibe. Mm. Like you can pair the corsets with you know, a long skirt and heels for a more dressed up look or sneakers and jeans, things like that. You can really kind of play around with the pieces to suit what the event is that you're going to. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So they have this rating because they are a medium level of eco-friendly materials. They use sea freight to reduce climate impact and they don't use animal products, which is vibe. Mm -hmm. Love that. They're great. I like their stuff. Their pieces are so beautiful. I know. That's the dream, right? But I guess that's the thing. You can either spend the same amount of money on a lot of shit or you could invest in a really beautiful piece that maybe is a little bit more expensive. Yeah, you're right. Next one. The creme de la creme. <laughs> the big boy. <laughs> the shop of the shopaholics of the girlies. <laughs> it is Zara. <laughs> so Zara scores a two out of five for planet, people and animals, which brings their total score to two out of five. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> yeah. But I was also kind of pleasantly surprised. I did think that they were going to be a one. Yeah. <laughs> so it was slightly higher. But their price... Price point sits between $7.95 and $880, which brings their medium price to $443. But I would say that their average price is more like, you know, under $100, bucks, mm. I would say. But the reason that they have this rating is because they also use few eco-friendly materials. They don't show any evidence of reducing textile waste in their production. But they do have some science-based targets to improve that situation. But according to Good On You, there isn't any um, there isn't any evidence to prove that they're on the way to hitting those targets. So mm-hmm. we'll see. But at least, you know, there are some projects in place. Um, there's no evidence that they ensure living wages are being paid for their workers and some animal products are used, for example, in like their leather goods. So there's that. There's that. Mm-hmm. Disappointing but not surprising. Yeah. That's how I feel about men. <laughs> <laughs> Story of your life. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, good to see that they've got some projects in place but – I mean, look at how quick, like when you go into a Zara store one week later, everything that was there the week before is gone. Yeah. I want to buy all of it still, but. Yeah. Well, that's why people go to Zara because every time you go in there. It's something new. There's new stuff. Yeah. I hate, why is everything that's like fun and good bad? Yeah, literally. But if you would like a little bit more of a better sustainable option rather than shopping at Zara. We move forward to our next retailer, <laughs> H&M. So H&M score a three out of five for planet, people and animals, giving them an overall score of three out of five. Phew, just needed me to do the math for you. <laughs> so their price point sits from $4.99 to $449, giving them a median price point of $226. So their median price point is lower than Zara's and they have a higher sustainability score and just as good basics, dare I say, if not better. So they sell very similar items like coats, basics, jeans, all that fun stuff. Um, and they also kind of, they have a range for men's kids as well. So not just women's, same as Zara. They're mm-hmm. pretty much same, same, but different. You know what I mean? So they have this rating because they use some eco-friendly and recycled materials. They also have a policy that's approved by Canopy Style to reduce deforestation. And they have science-based targets to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Good job, H&M. Our next brand, I'm pretty sure is the only one that has five out of five of the list that we've put together for today. And that is... Should we do the, should we do the song? Bum, 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 bum,
Nudie jeans. Nudie jeans. So nudie jeans have a five out of five across planet, people, and animals, which brings their total score to five out of five. (laughs) (laughs) So as you might have guessed from their name, they do specialise in denim and jeans. Their jeans sit between 240 to 250 bucks, uh, but they do have a medium price of $400 because some of their products range between 100 and 700 They also sell knitwear and basics and lots of other pieces as well as denim too. But they have this really high rating because they use a high proportion of eco-friendly materials. They reuse the majority of their offcuts to reduce textile waste. They also ensure a living wage in most elements of their supply chain. And they also have a project in place to further improve their wages. So tick, 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 nudie jeans. All right, moving on to another kind of TikTok famous brand is Dion Lee. So I kind of want to give you the price point before I give the score. Mm-hmm. So Dion Lee's price point is $105 to $1,250. Their median price point is $677.50. And they score a 1 out of 5 for Planet and People and a 2 out of 5 for Animals, giving them a 1 out of 5 score. That is just ludicrous. I don't I didn't even know at this point. I'm like, what? Are we okay, guys? So... <laughs> Dion Lee is kind of similar to Meow in their style of clothing. It's a lot of like corsets, knits, dresses, kind of like statement staple pieces, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, like trending staples. Yeah. So they use very few eco-friendly materials. There is no evidence that they are trying to reduce their carbon or green carbon emissions um, or greenhouse gas emissions. Um, They also use animal products such as leather, wool and exotic animal hair and they don't publish enough evidence or information about their working conditions. So it's a big old stinking one out of five for them. Mm -hmm. However, moving on to the next one out of five. Mm -hmm. This is is the one that shocks the girlies. Again, one out of fives, we're talking boohoo, pretty little thing, misguided, nasty gal. Mm Mm-hmm. Our next one of five, Sally, tell me who it is. Realisation Pa. <gasps> shock. I know. Gasp. Shock, horror. So they score a one out of five for planet and people and then they have a zero out of five for animals on Good On You. But I think that's because they don't use any animal product. It like, comes up as N.A. Yeah, not applicable. So they don't use any animal exactly. products. So keep that in mind. But the median price point for Realization Pie is $197 and their clothes sit between $35 and $350. It is insane. They're known for those like beautiful slip dresses, you know, cute baby tees. Mm. Like they're one of the internet's favorite brands and people are willing to fork out quite a bit of money because I assume they think that it's more sustainable and made out of good quality materials, but they don't provide sufficient information about anything that they do Mm. um, across people, planet or animals. And that's why they have such a low score. And you would think that if they were doing really amazing things, they would be shouting this stuff from the rooftops and making this information really easily accessible on their website. So that's a red flag. My opinion on this now after doing this research over the last like month is, is it high quality pieces 
made sustainably or is it good branding? Mm. Like why am I spending the money? Yeah, And Realisation Par is an example of good branding. Yeah. They like levelled up their branding, gave it to like really kind of the girly's girl, like Mm -hmm. the Matilda Jerfs of the world to convince us all why why we needed to pay more for these pieces. Yeah. Why are we paying more for these pieces? I mean, I wear Realisation Par. Their stuff is beautiful and really cool and they've done amazing collaborations with like Elton John. Like, of course I'm going to shop there, but... Dear God. I know. One out of five. Which will kind of have you shocked because our next retailer is another one that is one of the internet's favourite brands and that's Princess Polly. Princess Polly score a one out of five for planet, a two out of five for people, but a four out of five for animals which brings their overall score to two out of five. So Princess Polly have a higher sustainability rate. Princess Polly. Princess Polly has a higher sustainability rate than Dion Lee and Realization Par. What's going on? Anyway, moving on. So their price point ranges from a dollar to 319. Keep in mind that dollar is like accessories. It's like a phone charm, you know what I mean? Yeah, like a hair clip. Yeah. Um, so their median price point is around the $160 mark. They have very much trending pieces. They are similar to Glasson's, always on the front foot of what the next trend is going to be across a range of categories, including tops, bottoms, dresses. I could list every single thing, Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to because that's boring. (laughs) (laughs) So they do use some eco-friendly materials and recycled materials. However, there is no evidence that they minimise their textile waste or greenhouse gas emissions. And there is no evidence of living wage in its supply chain. Again, Princess Polly is a fast fashion brand that has recycled ranges, vegan leather. Is it enough to change their score? No. So do I necessarily believe it? I'm sure they are using it, but I think good on you kind of like opened my eyes to like the greenwashing of recycled ranges of how much is it actually recycled. Yeah, exactly. And like where is it recycled from and what's the process to remake the garment? Yeah. Do you know what I would love to know? Because I'm sure they would have to have a certain percentage of that garment used I want to know how much of a fabric has to be recycled for a brand to be able to claim it's made out of recycled materials Mm. because imagine if it's like two percent yeah literally imagine if it's like two percent and that's all brands have to do to be like we're using recycled materials I remember it was like Earth Day and Boohoo tried to do something and everyone was like (sighs) babes just it's it's fine just maybe don't say anything today like today is just today to be quiet you don't have to do anything yeah, maybe don't it's post so today. Funny. But we're going to finish on a high note, and that is with booty. Booty. <laughs> booty. <laughs> so they score a three out of five for planet, a four out of five for people, and then an NA for animals because they don't use any animal products. So that brings their total score to a four out of five, which is pretty good. Booty is known for underwear, activewear, loungewear, lots of comfy stuff Mm. over at Booty. Big fans here at Two Broke Cheeks. Oh, yeah. So their prices range between $8.95 and $115, which brings their medium price to $61.95. So pretty affordable 
really. Uh, why they have that rating is because they minimize textile waste. They also reduce water in their production. And they're also certified by the worldwide responsible accredited production, which basically means that their factories aren't doing fucked up shit behind <laughs> closed doors. But yeah, their clothes are good quality. They have like a pretty good size range as well. It is, you know, underwear and loungewear, lots of basics and stuff like that. That's basically all I wear anyway, mm. you know? Yeah. Also, I've had like a realisation that Ooh, I'm... A realisation so- part? <laughs> Triggered. <laughs> I've had a realisation that I never want to spend a lot of money on like basics that I'm going to be wearing a lot like underwear or mm. socks or singlets because I'm like, oh, it's just a, just a pair of socks. But I will have my socks for years mm. and I wear them so many times. So I think that why not invest in stuff that we're going to be wearing all the time, knowing that it's good quality and it has a four out of five rating. Yeah. Also, the good thing with booty is they're not that underwear that you like put them in the wash three times and they fall apart. Mm-hmm. Like, they're going to last you. Exactly. And they're made out of bamboo, so it's better for, you know, your privates and all that. Oh, my God. Also, super, super, super quick one because I know we have to wrap up. But Skims, two out of five. Leave on that. Holy shit. Skims is a two out of five. Because I bought the Skims bodysuit for $109 and it is falling apart. It is. There's a hole in the side of the boob. The trim on the bottom is, like, unraveling. Kim? We got to talk. We got to talk, Kim. <laughs> Put me in a room with Kim. Anyway, booty, four out of five, stunning, amazing, brave. Skims, two out of five. I want a refund. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll make sure to chuck a link to Good On You in the show notes because they have a lot of brands in their directory. So you can do your own research. And also, if you're like question mark, question mark about anything we've spoken about today. <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. And then you can also get all the dirty dates from Good On You. Again, big disclaimer, Al and I have shopped fast fashion brands mm. before. We know that a lot of these sustainable brands are, one, expensive, two, maybe don't offer the size ranging that some yeah. fast fashion retailers have. But also we just wanted to use this episode to shine the light basically to show that some of these brands that you are spending a lot of money on don't have a high sustainability rating. And if that is something that you were considering when you're shopping – Come on, girls. Mm. Let's move on to our product recommendations of the week. Favourite part. Mm -hmm. So as shopping journalists slash addicts, Mm. Al and I try a lot of products and do a lot of shopping. So we're just here to send some love to products that we genuinely vibe with. So no hashtag ad, no hashtag spawn for any of these. So what is your product rec of the week. Okay. So I realized that I hadn't spoken about this product. I actually had a different one in the sheet, but I realized I haven't spoken about this product on the podcast yet. I've spoken to basically anyone that will talk to me about <laughs> this product and it is the Coco and Eve tanning mousse. Mm. Guys, I am an absolute slut for a fake tan. Like I am very, very pale to the point that I look sickly. So I really like wearing fake tan. I'm scared of the day that, you know, it probably will come out that we shouldn't wear fake tan and there's, you know, reasons for all of that. But for now, I'm going to wear it. Mm -hmm. And so this is the Coco and Eve Sunny Honey Barley Bronzing Foam. It retails for $45 or $44.90. It's $45. And I kid you not, this is the most beautiful tan I've ever used in my entire life. I have eczema, so 
tan really sticks to my dry skin. It can, you know, not look too sexy, but it is so hydrating. It is the most beautiful natural tan color I've ever experienced. And it lasts for like five days minimum at that dark color. That is incredible. So good. I can't stress enough. And I know $45 for a tan is a lot but I promise you it's worth it. Like I don't think because we're so lucky and we get sent products, Mm. there's not that many times that I don't have a next tan to try. But with this, like I've repurchased it. Like I was like I'm not going to bother with those tans. I just want to use this one. Mm. So you know when a shopping journalist repurchases a product that it's the vibe. It is so good. Mm -hmm try it. I promise you, you won't dislike it. It comes in medium, dark and ultra dark. I tried the dark and it was pretty dark. So I don't think if you want like kind of something that's more like a natural kind of glow, Mm -hmm. don't go for the ultra dark because it'll probably be a little bit too intense. Okay. Good shout. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm literally taking notes. I've been meaning to try it forever because you really do rave on about it. Oh my God. It's so good. (laughs) And your tan always looks great. It's so good. Mm. And I know in the tried and tested episode, I was like the Bondi Sands tanning water, this outranks that. Yeah. I remember when you said that, I was like, whoa, that is a big call. We'll yeah. have to do a part two of our tried and tested. Oh my God. <laughs> I'll do like a comparison maybe on TikTok mm. so you can see the difference. Love it. So good. Okay. My product recommendation <laughs> of the week is one that we both vibe with and that is JVN Hair, which oh. recently dropped at Sephora. So if you're not familiar, Jonathan Vaness is the fabulous grooming and beauty expert on Netflix's Queer Eye. Sally's favourite show. Exactly. And I just love JVN and everything that they do. They can't do any wrong in my eyes. But, you know, I'm always a little bit sceptical when it comes to a celeb beauty launch. Everyone's launching, like, Hayley Bieber is apparently about to bring out skincare. Yeah, I know. But, like, here's the thing. JVN's the expert in this. Like, JVN's not a celebrity that's launching a beauty line. Like, JVN has been a hairstylist for their entire life, whereas Kim, Hayley Bieber, Kylie, they're celebrities that have beauty lines, whereas JVN is the expert within this niche Mm -hmm. launching their beauty line. Exactly. JVN knows their shit yeah, and knows what they're different. talking about. And also, have you seen JVN's hair? Oh, gorgeous. Anyway, I could talk about the entire collection, but I am going to highlight one particular product that I absolutely love, and that is the Instant Recovery Heat Protectant Leave-In Serum. Mm-hmm. So essentially, it's a serum that you run through your hair after you've washed it but before you've dried or styled it, so when your hair is still damp. And it helps protect your hair from any heat styling that you're going to be doing. My hair is quite dry. I heat style it pretty much every day. Mm. I also dye it with bleach to get it blonde. So she's seen some things. Mm -hmm. But I have found that my hair is way less frizzy and it also holds its curls and any Mm. styling that I do a lot longer since using this serum. It's gorgeous. It's so good. And it doesn't, it leaves your hair feeling hydrated and nourished, but not heavy and um, like a little bit oily, which mm. sometimes happens when you use a serum. So definitely try this out. It's $43, but for a pretty big tub yeah. and a little bit goes a long way yep. with it. And you can shop it at Sephora. Gorgeous. Love you, JVN. Please come on the podcast. Yes. <laughs> if you're listening, JVN. If you're listening, we'll find I love you. you. And we will love you. Forever. (laughs) 
Okay, well, that is another episode of Two Broke Chicks wrapped up all mm. in licious. All in a recycled materials, neat little bite. <laughs> yeah, cute. As we mentioned, for all the resources from today's episode, check out the show notes. If you want a transcript, head to finder.com.au slash twobrokechicks. You can head to our Instagram for more sustainability ratings on a range of brands. We post them every week and mm-hmm. also check out our TikTok where we do a range of reading for filth and praising <laughs> of brands. Mm-hmm. Two broke chicks. Two broke chicks. As always, thank you to our executive producer, Priya Tahozadeh, our editors at Bambi Media and Made in Katana Studios for having us today. And thanks to you for having us in your ear holes. We love to be here. Absolutely bloody love it. Till next time. See you on Thursday for our next episode. Fact or cap. Have a great day. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye, chicks. Bye, chicks.